Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, my beautiful people. Another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. And I am sitting next to this wonderful, wonderful woman. I don't know her that well, but just hearing a little bit about her story, you're going to want to listen to this. Cindy has an extraordinary story of what she's been through with her struggles and where she is today. And she's got a lot of education, especially on me. (laughs) Cindy, say hi to the listeners. Hi. How are you today? Well, I couldn't be any better. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Spill With Me, and talking about what you've been through. And, you know, you're you're from the Washington area. Yes. Okay. So tell us, I know you're a three-time, no, three-time cancer survivor. Yes. Oh, my. Tell us a little bit about you and how, when the first time you realized you had cancer. Sure. The first time I had cancer, um, I was married. I've now been divorced for, you know, over 20-some years. I had it when both of my uh, daughters were under the age of five. Um, They discovered it? Yes. I thought I was uh, pregnant. It was a molar pregnancy. And, And from there... They discovered that I had cancer, so I had to do radiation and oh chemo my gosh. with so two sorry. little girls. Oh, my goodness, hon. And so how long were you doing chemo? I did it for um, over a year, and a very dear friend of mine uh, would take me into Pittsburgh every week to okay. receive my treatments. Gosh, were you exhausted and having two little ones? Yes, because um, my um, ex-husband really wasn't uh, very much help, so I was pretty much raising um, these girls by myself, but really had a lot of good uh, friends from church that assisted me uh, oh. through these difficult days. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine, hon. So tell us now, what were you, like, did you start when the girls got older, did you have cancer again, or did you end up having it when they were older? Yes, I did. I had it in around 2010 um, when I was at uh, working at the uh, college when I uh, was a dean. I uh, had to get it again because I'm a high risk, and stress is uh, feeds into cancer, and it was a lot of stress. Uh, you know, raising really? my yes, raising my daughters, putting them through school, and being a single mom and taking care of my parents on top of all of this oh, really made it for a very stressful and working and working. Yes. So you okay? Tell us a little bit about your education, and then we'll come back to. Sure. I hold a uh, one of my masters is I have an MBA. Okay. 
and my, my second master's is in pastoral care. Okay. What's your first one in? It's um, it's a master's of business association. Oh, business. Okay. Oh my goodness. Where did you go to school? I uh, did my undergraduate at Robert Morris. My graduate uh, for my MBA at California University. In my master's, I did at Ohio Christian University. Oh my goodness. I don't. Know. I can't believe that you've done all this. This is amazing. Now you did this all getting the master's, the MBA, did you get that during when your kids were growing up or did you have it before that? No, I got my master, my first master's when uh, my daughters were still in school. Okay. And that's what helped me prepare to be able to um, become the dean and run the college. Wow. And then I just finished my second master's last year. Last year. Oh, that's wonderful, Cindy. That's great. Uh, I always talk about, should I go back to school? <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell, tell us now. Now, being a dean, what is that like? Well, it was a it was a lot of work, but I was pretty prepared for it because growing up, my parents owned a construction company, and so working alongside of my uh, dad, I was a boss. So it was not as difficult as it. You know, if, if I did not have past experience being a boss, right. so I actually felt it was a little easier than running a really? construction company. Yes. Oh, see, now, because, now, what school was this? Um, Community College of Allegheny County. Okay. Oh, wow. How long were you uh, the dean there? Um, about six years. Okay. Six years. Wow. I always wonder, like, the dean of students or the dean that's, you know, academics at a college, because it's got to be long hours. It was very long hours. And on top of that, because I was uh, paying for my daughter's education, I also taught in the evenings after running uh, the college. Oh, wow. So you have a teacher. Yeah, you can teach what kind of classes? Business courses. Business I teach all courses. business. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Are you still doing that today? No, I'm not. No. Okay. No. So during that process of being a dean and the stress and everything, so that brought out another form of cancer? Yes. Or was it? A, it was in my breast. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so sorry, hon. So you had breast cancer? Yes, twice. Twice. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, God bless you. You have you look. Uh, you're just an angel. I can see it in your eyes that you are a tough, tough woman. You've been through it. Ah, oh. and now we're cancer free. Yes, Thanks. I still got to get checkups though. Every six, every six months, I still do MRIs because I'm such a very high risk. Right. Okay. But I make sure I prevent anything that's stressful. Yes. So good for you. I wish we could tell more people to just don't be stressed out, like just enjoy life. But it's so hard to tell other people. Well, I think it's having the attitude of gratitude has helped me. Oh, I like that. That you, I wake up every day very early in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning. And I'm, I start my day, I'll just be thankful that I'm still here, that I got to watch my daughters grow up. Both of them are employed, have very good jobs, their health is good, um, that I have good friends, and that I'm here one more day. See, that to me is, that's what life's about. You know, you've done, you've done your job. You know, the girls are doing well. I mean, how old are they now? They'll be uh, 32 and 
36. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm like, I'm 36. I wish. <laughs> no, I, I wish I was 36. But no, I, I know. I, um, I just like talking to you and hearing all the things. Now, tell us about you're also at... Um, I'm a minister. 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 I'm sorry. Yes. Minister. Now, what do you do for that? Well, I'm a minister at um, my home church where I grew up. Uh, Nazareth Baptist Church. It's in Washington. And really, I'm just an outreach person. That's really why I came. I came back home to my home church uh, last year just to do some outreach programs and okay. to get back to the community that um, has blessed me when I was growing up. When you say outreach, Cindy, what do you mean? Well, I am working alongside with other, pro- other organizations. Okay. And so to, you know, I believe that the church is not necessarily just a building, but the church is when you take you are out of the word church, you no longer have church. And so we become the hands and feet of God. And that's what I want to be. I want to be out there in the community. I've been gifted with a lot of skill sets and I want to get back to whoever um, has been placed in my pathway to do. Oh, that's wonderful. That is, uh, we need more people like you. <laughs> we were talking off air, listeners, and Cindy was telling me, she said that um, the way you were raised, too, by your parents, you said... I, I could build a roof. I mean, she knows how to do construction, too. I mean, wait a minute. i got to write these lists down. So tell us what your parents have instilled in you and try to make sure that you were... Absolutely. Prepared. My parents instilled a great work ethics in us. Um, they've given my mom uh, taught piano lessons. So of all of my brothers and sisters, I'm the only one that... I mean, we I can play, but not as good as... The rest of them, I didn't practice as much. <laughs> I've always wanted to play the piano. My daughter did. I, I, I feel like it's too late for me now. <laughs> no, it's never too late. You're and right. um, am right. I being that my um, dad owned a construction company, so I worked alongside of him. So I am able to build you a house from the ground up. Woo! And um, <laughs> it, it's it's something I love doing, but it's. A pastor one time referred to me as this, that I used to be a general contractor building loads and homes, but today I'm a general in God's army building people's lives. And that's what I love best. I love that, Cindy. God bless. That is so beautiful. I mean, you, you have this big smile on your face and you just enjoying life and, you know, what God has given you. And going through those struggles in your life, you know, I just see this powerful, powerful woman. I mean, I think, do you think that sometimes when you go through these cancer or anything like that, divorce or just getting by in life, what kind of advice would you give other people? I I think that, you know, when you have a storm in your life, you can, it's a cleansing process in your life and you can either become bitter or better in these situations. You can learn and you can glean from the situations. But once you have passed through the storms, you know, and the sun comes up, I think it's very important for us to reach back and help others that are traveling the pathway that we one time traveled. Yes. Oh, I think I, our words are powerful to them. Right, because you, you experienced it. So yes. you are 
the person that they're going to want to listen to. You know, a lot of people, maybe doctors and stuff that have talked about it, but maybe they haven't been through it. So it, it really resonates with people when you say, you know what, I'm not alone. Somebody else out there had the same things that I've had. And it just, you think to yourself, okay, I can do this. And that's what people need, the encouragement. Yes. Definitely, I believe I'm an encourager. Yes. I believe it, that people are eagles and, and that you, you know, I want to help you to soar high. And you only do that. You can only empower somebody if you yourself are empowered. And you do that with words. Words are very powerful. You can build someone up or tear someone down. Oh, yeah. So it's best like to us to encourage one another. Yes. Through these difficult times. And find something to speak life into yourself. And start telling yourself, you are worthy. Yes. I am a magnificent individual. There's no one else out there like me. Right. And start talking, speak words of encouragement to yourself because you are what you eat, you are what you think. True. That is true. You should be a motivational speaker. You really have such great lines, too. I mean, just like the reference with the eagle and the storm, I mean, you just have the right things to say. And I'm just, I'm just like in awe right now. <laughs> I'm just so blessed to have you and to talk to the listeners about your story. It is my pleasure. Yeah, I mean, so tell us a little bit more, hon. That, so you, you know, you raised your daughters and you've, you've got your masters. What would you say was the most fulfilling? Uh, I guess it's really hard to say one thing. But that really kind of molded you into the strong woman that you are. Well, definitely my parents. But above that is that, you know, becoming a mother. Mm-hmm. Because it's the greatest gift given to by God to a woman is right. to become a mom. And I don't mean that you, because I have, I have two daughters, but I have many, many children that call me mom. <laughs> so I, 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 you, you don't have to birth a child to be a, a, a good mom or a role mom. Right, you could right be an now. aunt. You could, you know, be a grandma. You could be a lot of things. It's just that I feel today that we need more people out there that just has kindness in their hearts and yes. be willing to come alongside of someone. Yes, that's true. We need each other. Yes. You know? And I think, well, with my thing about starting my podcast was during COVID, I was, humanity was so distant. How did you get through the whole COVID? Well, um, I'm pretty outdoors kind of person, so yes. I walked. And actually what got me through COVID was instead of going inward into my little world and think about all the things that wasn't going right, I started reaching out to others. And I started praying for other people, started sending cards to other people, and started encouraging other folks. And that, I have a text ministry where I text over 100 people every morning, starting at 4 o'clock in the morning. Really? And, yeah, it's a Bible verse, and it's just a word of encouragement. And and people of all different ages, uh, denominations, and they live throughout the country. Wow, and you do this every morning? Every morning. Five, well, no, only five days a week. Oh, five, yeah, right. I used to do it every day, but now no, I'm doing five I mean, days. Just doing five days is wonderful. 
And they get that from you. I mean, I'm just like, okay, every time we talk, you tell me something. I'm like, wow. (laughs) I'm just in awe with you. You know, I just, I think that I don't know how, I wish I had your energy of what you've been doing and how you're doing it all. It's like you said, it's a blessing. It is. It's a blessing to, to find people that have been through some struggles, but maybe we shouldn't call them struggles. We've been through hurdles or what would you call it, Cindy? I call them learning experiences because with every lesson comes a blessing. I love that. Every lesson comes a blessing. Um, with every pain, there presents you a, a present. Yeah. That we can learn from those things. Right. And, you know, you know, someone is worse off than you and me, even at this present time today. So, I mean, there's some people that have, you know, in Ohio that's not living in their homes or don't have water. And yet I have water and and living in my own home and, and things like that. So I'm very grateful. And again, it's all about your attitude right. in life. And your attitude, my oncologist said, is why that I've been a great uh, survivor of cancer because I have a great attitude. And it really does affect our bodies. Right. Along with what we eat, of course. Yeah, I was going to say that too because, you know, sometimes when you hear somebody that get, has cancer and then they say, oh, well, it's because I was eating this and this. I mean, is there something that we should know that we should not be eating? That Yeah, I definitely don't do sweets because oh. it feeds cancer. Does it really? Yes. Oh, so my gosh. I'm putting on her no <laughs> sweets. Well, Does that mean no cookies or well, cake? I think, you, I think you do everything in moderation. Yes. I believe that. I don't yes. believe that you're, you're one or the other. I think that everything is done in moderation and, and adapting to the environment in places that you're at. That's true. That is true. Yeah, and, yeah adap- adapting to your surroundings and, yeah, yes. where you're at. Because I think that just see, like your doctor said, with having that attitude and being around the right people to f- kind of fuel yourself, right. give you that fuel and energy to say, I can do this. Like you said, somebody else could be going through something worse. And, you know, we should sit back and realize that, and I, I do try to do that some days, I think to myself, don't stop feeling sorry for yourself. They're quick to judge people. Yeah. Because you don't know what someone is going through and yes. what their day is, what what's going on in their life. Right. You know, so, you know, I've learned to um, think before I talk. Yes. I do, too. I know when somebody, you know, if we run into somebody and I'm thinking, oh, she's having a bad day, but you don't know why she's having a bad day. So give her some slack or him or, you know, because, you know, sometimes when somebody, the road rage or somebody's beeping at you and you're thinking, it's okay, I'm not going to go back and forth with this person. I'm just going to let them be. Maybe they're having a bad day. You know, they could be going through something. Yes. And I find laughter is good medicine for the soul. Yes, it is. You know, and and like I said, just even smiling and um, saying thank you and please is just small things that people really appreciate. Right. Or just listening to them and asking them how their day is. Exactly. You know what? I really learned to listen. With having this podcast, I've learned to look somebody in the eye and just focus on them. I'm not focused on my phone or all the distractions or thinking in my head, okay, what do I have to do next? I got to go to the store. I got to do it. 
the distractions that we have upon us is it consumes us. But when we're in the moment of talking to someone, I feel, you know, you can feel that energy that people are uniting and they're getting back to the, the way that we used to be with each other. You know, I feel like there's just, like you said, there's so many distractions and things out there that we could be, but if we realize Let's just laugh and, you know, enjoy, enjoy what we're, what, why we're here and what we're, what we're here to do. You feel, I feel like you know your purpose, Cindy. I do. I, I do. I'm amazed by that. Well, I just want to help somebody. I don't have no greater goal in life outside of being a mom, which I am, is to help someone else. You know, that, you know, Martin Luther King said that, you know, let me help somebody so my living's not in vain. You know, let me help somebody today so my living has not been in vain. That, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, wherever I'm at, I'll always look to hear my father say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I know I've done a great job. <laughs> Just to hear him say yes. that, that, you know, somewhere along my journey that I was able to help somebody, whether it was putting a cart, cart back for him or... Yes getting something off of the shelf for them or sending a card. I mean, what it makes you feel like inside of you. It does. Just to help someone else out today. Yes, you feel rewarded. Making a difference. Yes. I'll never forget, this was probably a couple months ago, and it was raining, and I saw this elderly lady with her cart, and her car was, she was trying to put stuff in her trunk, and it's raining out, and she's trying to hold her cart, and and I pulled up, got out of the car, and I'm looking around like, why isn't anybody helping this woman? Why are people just walking past, driving past? Got out of my car and said, Mia, let me help you. And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And I felt so good that I helped someone, but then I went back and thought to myself, why is anybody else doing that? Why, why do I, I see this person that needs help. How does nobody else see it? It kind of hurts my feelings to think that People are just walking right by. But I've learned that we are the change agents, and I can only be responsible for myself. That's true. And once people see me or you doing that, maybe that will catch on because we are light. And and, and if we shine that kind of light, maybe someone else will see that. Yes. Like, that's what we hope for. We do. That that we can make a difference. We're an agent of change. Right. Oh no. Okay, now I got to write that down. Agent of change. <laughs> oh my gosh, Cindy, you just you really know what to say and I I do believe that you're going to write a book and you are going to be a motivational speaker because you know, hey, you never know. Somebody might hear you on this podcast and say I need her. <laughs> All right, if you become famous, you remember who I am. <laughs> I will always remember you. <laughs> Got to remember, spill with me. <laughs> I always remember that. I used to say that to my students. When you become famous, remember me. Yeah, I'm right. Making all these, this money. That's and they right. do. Because I visit some of the restaurants that their managers are. Oh, nice. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, it's payback, right? Yes. So I just wanted to know, hon, if there's anything else that you would like to tell the listeners, anything we didn't touch on that you feel that needs to be talked about, the floor is yours. No, if I would leave anything, I would just say that definitely wake up every day with an attitude of gratitude, realizing that 
you know, we each go through a wilderness experience as Jesus had to go through. God never spared him of going through that. But what he did do was he equipped him as he has given you and I, you know, many tools um, in the Bible or, or, you know, encouraging words that you, this too will pass. Regardless of what we're going through in life, this too will pass. Every day can't be sunny. We need to have some rain in our lives sometimes because it makes us appreciate the good times. Right. But the, but what we may consider the bad times is only um, growing us up. And if you look in the valleys, the grass is really green a lot of times in the valleys. You're never at the mountaintops too long, but those valleys, and it's just preparing us for a greater works that we will be able to take these experiences and situations in our lives and we'll be able to share them with someone else right. just reach back and help somebody else along this journey yes oh god bless that was beautiful cindy thank you so much for being on my podcast i mean now that these listeners get to know who cindy is you know i just feel like you sharing your story and giving giving us motivation that we can do it. You can do it. <laughs> that, I know. Wait, isn't that Nike? We I don't yes. know if we can use their line. <laughs> no, you're right, honey. If we put our mind to it and we have that, I love that attitude with gratitude. Wake up every day and realize, you know, the sun's up. Enjoy. Enjoy what you're what you're doing, your family, your friends, you know, your work friends or whoever you run into. And this is what I love about this is I get to meet new people that I would have never met before. So I am thankful that I got to meet you, Cindy. It was my pleasure. Oh, thank you so much for being on Spill with me, Jenny D. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill with me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.